Chapter number 74 of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Benjamin Banneker, the Negro Astronomer. The little colored boys and girls of America should be proud to know, as I suppose the little white boys and girls will be surprised to learn, that the first clock of which every portion was made in America was made by a colored man. The colored children will also be glad to know, I think, that among the earliest almanacs prepared for general use in this country were those which were published for several years by the same colored man. His name is Benjamin Banneker. I have found a good and true account of this wonderful man in the Atlantic Monthly for January 1863. I'm going to give a good portion of that account in this book because I believe every colored person in America should be acquainted with that man's history. The account says, Benjamin Banneker was born in Baltimore County, Maryland, near the village of Ellicott's Mills in the year 1732. There was not a drop of white man's blood in his veins. His father was born in Africa and his mother's parents were born natives of Africa. What genius he had then must be credited to that race. When he was approaching manhood, he went in the intervals of toil to an obscure and remote country school. At the school, Benjamin acquired a knowledge of reading and writing and advanced in arithmetic as far as the double position. Beyond these rudiments, he was his own teacher. Young Banneker had no books at all, but in the midst of labor for a living, he so improved upon what he had gained in arithmetic that his intelligence became a matter of general observation. He was such an acute observer of the natural world and has so diligently observed the signs of the times in society that it is very doubtful whether at 40 years of age this African had his superior in Maryland. Perhaps the first wonder amongst his comparatively illiterate neighbors was excited when about the 13th year of his age, Benjamin made a clock. It is probable that this was the first clock of which every portion was made in America. It is certain that it was purely his own invention as if none had ever been made before. He had seen a watch, but never a clock, such an article not being within 50 miles of him. He used the watch as a model for his clock. He was a long time at work on the clock. His chief difficulty, as he used often to relate, being to make the hour, minute, and second hands correspond in their motion. But at last the work was completed and raised the admiration for Banneker to quite a high pitch among his few neighbors. The making of the clock proved to be of great importance in assisting the young man to fulfill his destiny. It attracted the attention of the Ellicott family, who had just begun a settlement at Ellicott's Mills. They were well-educated men with much mechanical knowledge and some of them Quakers. They sought out the ingenious Negro and he could not have fallen into better hands. In 1787, Mr. George Ellicott gave him Mayer's Tables, Ferguson's Astronomy, and Ledbetter's Lunar Tables. From this time, astronomy became the great object of Banneker's life, and in its study, he almost disappeared from the sight of his neighbors. He slept much during the day, that he might the more devotedly observe at night the heavenly bodies whose laws he was slowly but surely mastering. Very soon after the possession of the books already mentioned, 
Banneker determined to compile an almanac, that being the most familiar use that occurred to him of the information he had acquired. To make an almanac then was a very different thing from what it would be now, when there's an abundance of accurate tables and rules. Banneker had no aid whatever from men or rules, and Mr. George Ellicott, who procured some tables and took them to him, states that he had already advanced very far in the preparation of the logarithms necessary for the purpose. The first almanac prepared by Banneker for publication was for the year 1792. By this time, his acquirements had become generally known, and among those who were attracted to them was Mr. James McHenry. Mr. McHenry wrote to Goddard and Ango, then the almanac publishers of Baltimore, and procured the publication of this work, which contained from the pen of Mr. McHenry a brief notice of Banneker. When his first almanac was published, Banneker was 59 years old and had received tokens of respect from all the scientific men of the country. Among others, Thomas Jefferson, then Secretary of State under George Washington, wrote him a most flattering and complimentary letter. In his letter, Jefferson said, Nobody wishes more than I do to see such proofs as you exhibit, that nature has given to our black brethren talents equal to those of other colors of men, and that the appearance of a want of them is owing only to the degraded condition of the existence both in Africa and America. Banneker continued to calculate and publish almanacs until 1802. Mr. Benjamin H. Ellicott, who was a true friend of Banneker and collected from various sources all the facts concerning him, wrote in a letter as follows. During the whole of his long life, he lived respectably and much esteemed by all who became acquainted with him, but more especially by those who could fully appreciate his genius and the extent of his acquirements. Banneker's head was covered with a thick mass of white hair, which gave him a very dignified and venerable appearance. His dress was invariably of superfine drab broadcloth made in the old style of a plain coat, with straight collar and long waistcoat, and a broad-brimmed hat. His color was not jet black, but decidedly negro. In size and personal appearance, the statue of Franklin at the Library of Philadelphia as seen from the street is a perfect likeness of him banneker died in the year eighteen o four beloved and respected by all who knew him though no monument marks the spot where he was born and lived a true and high life and was buried yet history must record that the most original scientific intellect which the south has yet produced was that of the pure african benjamin banneker the above is the story of that wonderful black man told in splendid terms of high and well-deserved praise by a white man every little black boy in america may well be fired with inspiration to do something beyond the ordinary by reading the story of benjamin banneker's life end of chapter seventy four